Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Today, we are talking about contrast. Ooh. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) So... Contrast, I was talking with somebody the other day and kind of went into detail a little bit more than usual because I like to look at contrast um, as learning opportunities, you know, and I like to look at things that we usually call problems or issues in our lives or things that are going in ways that we would rather not, so we tend to get upset about them, as contrast, you know, so... If, if something's happening in our life, if we're walking in a direction and all of a sudden a problem comes up, well, that problem, there, there's a reason for it, you know? So it's basically a learning opportunity. It's there to kind of tell us, hey, um, this might not be the direction that you want to go. Um, you have to firm your resolve. There's, it's, it's there to capture our attention, you know, and that's... That's the big aspect of it. So I like looking at it as contrast. So, you know, when I'm looking at contrast, the definition, let's do that. I'll look at contrast, the definition. All right. Um, it is the state of being strikingly different from something else, typically something in juxtaposition or close association. Uh, also, to differ strikingly, um, there's lots of cinnamon, synonyms, synonyms. There's a lot of cinnamon. There's a lot of cinnamon in contrast. A lot of cinnamon. There's a lot of synonyms, and uh, one of them is distinction, which is how I like to look at it. You know, it it makes things stand out, like in a picture or a painting. You know, contrast makes something stand out more. Well, why do you want it to stand out? So it captures your attention. You know, so that's what contrast is for in our lives. It's to capture our attention. And if we're walking through life like that and understanding that contrast is just there to capture our attention for our best interest so we can look at it and we can go, okay, something needs to be adjusted here. If I want to continue walking in a direction that I want to walk in, then I need to make, you know, make an adjustment here. So this, this is, I'm feeling contrast. I'm feeling some sort of negativity. That's the contrast. So I don't want to head in that direction. I want to make an adjustment and head in a different direction. So the contrast is helpful to you because it's coming at a point where you need it. Right. You need the contrast so that you can see the other thing, you know, Sunny days wouldn't be so bright if we didn't have clouds every right. once in a while. Right, you wouldn't that kind of a <clears throat> right. So you know, it's like the you know, if if it was just sunny all the time, then it would. That's just how things would be. We'd take it for granted. We wouldn't, you know. Well, heck, we take it for granted sometimes now as it is. But <laughs> but um, but yeah, it's true. It's you know, it's it's that contrast that kind of keeps things interesting and can help keep us on our path. 
It's just when we look at things that come up in our lives that we don't like as a problem, then it's, you know, then we're a victim. And it's like, oh, why did this happen to me? Oh, poor me. And we're not in control of our own lives because there's something else out there, you know, whatever it is, life, circumstances, whatever, doing things to you. And you have no control over that. And it's it's kind of mean. That's kind of a crappy existence. <laughs> you know, when you're just walking around doing all the right things and then life just comes in and, you know, starts hurting you. Like, you know what? <laughs> I don't, you know, that that's, if that were true, you know, and, and unconsciously, that's how most of us look at life. If that were true, we would have no power to be happy in our lives. So that would mean that the creator created all these people and said, you are incapable of being happy because randomly life is just going to throw things at you and knock you for a loop and there's nothing you can do and there's no way to deal with it properly and you are just a victim of it. And so so like I'm going to put a bunch of people on earth and kind of put emotional asteroids just hitting them at random times for no apparent reason. <laughs> if Dave was here right now, this is the part he would be nodding at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So it's like, you know, which if you, you know, again, it's unconsciously, that's how most people look at life. Yeah. You, just, you kind of walk around feeling like you have no ability to control your own happiness and life knocks you for a loop every time. But if you, if you stop and go, okay, what is this contrast trying to show me? You know, what? You know, what is there to learn? Like, I, I was just, I stopped and <laughs> talked to a random person yesterday. It was kind of funny. It just kind of rolled right into a conversation, you know. And um, and they told me that they had worked one place for a long period of time. And then just recently that job um, dissolved, we'll say. It was, you know, it wasn't anything that they did, but basically the job dissolved and uh, they no longer had it and they were dependent on it. And as they were telling me the story, I could tell that they were kind of in a victim mode. Like, oh no, you know, poor me, my, my job dissolved. And I looked at them and I said, yes, but you weren't fulfilled there. And now I, I had never met this person before. I'd been talking to him for five minutes. And I said, yeah, but you weren't fulfilled with that job. You weren't happy there. And they were like, yeah, you're right. And I said, do you know how I know that you weren't happy or fulfilled at that job? I didn't, I don't know you. I don't know your job. <laughs> you know? And I said, the reason I know you weren't happy and fulfilled is because it no longer exists. If you were happy and fulfilled at that job, it would be continuing on. If it was serving you, then it would be serving the universe in general. And you and everybody else around would be benefiting from it. And there would be no reason for it to end. But since you weren't happy and fulfilled, that job dissolving was actually a gift to you. So you could go find something else that actually does bring you happiness, that does fulfill you. You know, and that's how we need to start looking at things is as learning opportunities, as just a little contrast to show us that there's something more for us. You know, and when we start 
you know, most people believe in some sort of higher power. So if most people believe in some sort of higher power, but most people believe that they're victims of life, well, then they're not leaning on their belief in a higher power, <laughs> you know? They're, they say they believe in it, but, they, but they're not actually not using that belief. So, so if we start looking at things from the perspective that there is a higher power that actually loves us, there's some loving force out there that wants the best for us, because as we expand, the universe expands. So it's just plain self-preservation. If we start looking at things like that and we go, okay, well, when things happen in my life, it's to push me to become a better version of myself. It's from, because I was kind of sleepwalking a little bit and it pulled out a bunch of contrast for me to see something. That's, that's what that contrast does is it's supposed to differentiate things so much that it stops us in our tracks and we can see something different. So there. <laughs> and uh, breathe. We should oh, do you don't have show. to. Oh. I have to. All right. I thought that you were telling the audience as a whole. No, just me because I was gone for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, I mean, I can see evidence of that in my own life as anyone should be able to, you know, um, we, uh, I had a, I had like a, a good, decent job, um, working from home mm. from a call center. That was actually horrible. It was horrible for me personally, <laughs> right. physically, uh, emotionally, like horrible for me. And it ended, um, actually literally like, Within days of meeting you, um, <laughs> but it I remember ended, that <laughs> it ended and uh, and it never came back. So like it was it was a job that you would do for months and then you would take a couple weeks off and then it would come back and it stopped coming back. Mm. And uh, if it hadn't stopped coming back, then um, I would have never created the children's theater that I created. Right. Because I wouldn't have had to. Right. And that was way more fulfilling and uh, made way more money and put good out into the world. And yeah, and you know, what you just said was important is like because you wouldn't have had to. And that is, that's why life does this to us, is because we're all running around living unconsciously, you know, and everybody's going, Oh, where's God in that? And where's God in this? God is right there, <laughs> bringing contrast into our lives because it's the only way we'll pay attention because we won't do what's good for us out of our own consciousness because we're not living consciously. Most people are living unconsciously and they go, okay, I've got a paycheck and I can put food on the table. So that's a good job. And it's not, I mean, you know, putting, uh, that's not what you're here to do. You weren't put on the planet to put food on the table. You were put here on the planet to become more of yourself. And how do you do that? You do things that make you feel fulfilled. 
and make you feel happy. That's why different things make different people feel happy and fulfilled because we're all supposed to be doing different things. Right. You know, so as you walk in that direction, now, if we walk through life consciously and we go, you know what, this job that I have really isn't that fulfilling, I think I'll change. Well, then then life won't come and take a job away from you <laughs> because you're doing it yourself. Right. You know, but if you don't do it yourself, then life does come and take it away from you. Why? Because it loves you and it, and it knows that this is not what's best for you. You know, and instead of instead of going you know, oh, thank you. Thank you for getting me out of that crappy position, we go, oh, my God, I can't believe this happened to me, (laughs) you know? And it's like, well, it happened to you. That's why we have to kind of, if we start shifting our perspective that, you know, everything is in our highest good and, you know, that when things happen to us, there's a reason for it and we have to look for that reason and grow from it and expand from it. When we start looking at things from that perspective thing, you know, we get happier. Have you ever heard the song Unanswered Prayers by Garth Brooks? I think so. Um, so the the whole premise of the song is that he uh I'm at least there might have been other verses, but the what I'm remembering specifically is uh there was a girl that he was in love with in high school that he just wanted to go out with and he prayed every night and it <sighs> never happened. And he's like, what, what's going on? You know? And then years later he's at the high school football game with his wife and he runs into her and like, it was like, what? Who? Like that girl was, you know, but and then he looks at everything that he has mm. and he's like, Oh, I'm glad I didn't get what I wanted right at this point. Because if I had gotten what I wanted there, I wouldn't have ended up where I am, you know. But at the time, it felt like a door was being shut. Right. And when that door shuts, another one opens. Right. Um, I have a, fr- I have a friend who uh, took, um, who took a, a route from point A to point B, right? And uh, when, when they finally got to point B, it took years. And when they finally got to point B, they found out that they could have taken a much shorter walk <laughs> a long time ago to point B. Yeah. And all of the like um like the the Odyssey, the the long journey, like yeah. um wouldn't have happened. And it would have just been very easy to do this. And I just had to like I have to keep reminding them or I did have to keep reminding them that like you weren't ready to get to point B right when it was easy because if you were you would have right and now that you're at point B it's better than it would have been then because of this long weird trip right you it's know? it's what you become along the way you know if it's supposed to be a short walk it'll be a short walk and if it's not supposed to be a short walk Everything that happens in between happens for a reason. And if it is a, if you never get to that destination, you were not supposed to. No. And the destination that you get to will be better 
or more fulfilling or there will be a bigger reason for you to get to the destination that you do get to than the destination that you wanted to that seemed really easy. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And everything's like that. It's, you know, and the, it, it is who we become. Like, we, we constantly grow with every step that we take. You know, that's why we're, we, can't, we can't always, well, pretty much never. We can, we're never going to be able to map out exactly how a journey is going to go because we don't know. We're not fully conscious of everything that we need to learn and the steps. And, and, but what we do know is that everything that we need will be provided for us to be happy and fulfilled. And a lot of times it's like um, whenever when – when I'm working with younger kids especially like launching out or, or people changing careers and stuff, I always – like even if they know what they want to do, mm-hmm. I tell them, okay, fine. Keep your eyes on the prize. Keep your goal out there where you want to go and start walking towards it. But while you're walking towards it, keep your eyes open. Because you might stumble across something that you like even better. You know, you never know. Because that's, you know, maybe you don't, if, if you don't know a particular job exists, how are you going to walk towards it? So, you, you know, you can't. Do you remember um, last episode or it was in the last group of episodes that we recorded, we talked about passions. Yeah. And there's a, like we specifically talked about people that like sports, you know. And if you're a young athletic person and you have aspirations that are way beyond what most people do you're probably not going to end up in the NBA <laughs> you're probably not going to end up in major league baseball whatever it is you know but if you look at that door closing and you focus on the fact that that shut and then you completely abandon it right you could miss you know all of these things that we talked about last time, which was um, like, maybe you could go to broadcasting school yeah, or learn how to broadcast. Maybe you could just, and it's the same thing start with start a podcast and talk to your friends about it. Maybe you could just, you know, be in a really successful fantasy league. And I, I see that with uh, people who have like professional athletes that have had injuries, you know, a lot, a lot of them that have had injuries, you know, career ending injuries, one of two things happens: either they that door shut and they fall into victimhood, and then they end up in chemical dependencies, alcoholism, suicide, you know, anything, all types of detrimental situations, or they accept it and then open up and start looking, you know, in other directions. And the ones who start looking in other directions find it. And when they find it, if you talk to them, they're, they're not miserable. They're sitting there talking, and, and there's multiple ones that I've heard specifically say this. Some are obviously like mo- motivational speakers because people will listen to them because they, were, they, they hit a certain level of um, success that other people strive for, so people will listen to them. So sometimes they're, f- they're getting their fulfillment by helping others reach 
levels of success may be in sports or business or life or anything else. Um, but others are, you know, obviously coaching and stuff like that. But others get jobs in completely different areas that they find very fulfilling, you know, and and they're like, oh my God, that was such a wonderful chapter of my life when I played professional sports. And now, you know, I have an even, I'm completely fulfilled where I am, you know, because the, because they looked for it, you know, and it's, so what's the difference between the person who ends up uh, committing suicide or depressed or addicted and the person who ends up fulfilled and happy? The only difference is how they looked at the situation that happened. That's it. One looked at it as contrast and said, okay, you know, this is closed and, you know, there's, there's a whole bunch of things popping up in my life here. I need to look at this closely and go, okay, this, this chapter is done. That door is being closed for a reason. What Now what? You know, and then they look for it and they find it. The other ones go, oh, no, this door shut. It's not fair. Poor me. I can't believe this happened to me. My life is over. And they stay there. You know, so it's, it's, it's all about how we process it when it happens. Um, two days ago, uh, Dave and I were in a long drive back from a, a job. And um, we were talking about this... Uh, this thing that we loved to do and it was a big part of what we did and it was kind of like our identity for a long time Mm. and the door shut some time ago and we've just looked at it for a long time and gone i wish i could open that door again right now you know yeah and we've made plans and we've talked about it and i'm sure that we could open it if we wanted to, mm. but uh, we just went, and, and he said it, and I completely agree. Like, no, what what are we doing? Like, we don't have time to waste on that. Mm. We don't have time to think about that. Like, there are other opportunities, there are other doors that are open that we need to be focusing on instead of looking at this door that's been closed for a while Yeah, that we keep staring at and we <laughs> keep wishing we would open again. Right. You know, but we're not and it's not. <laughs> so yeah, it's closed for a reason. And there's these other doors that are wide open and they're just like, Hey guys, come through, you know, yeah, come through. And we, we have, I mean, we've leaned towards those doors, but we still keep looking back at this <laughs> other one for no reason. Yeah. And, um, so, and do you see how, like, the just the fact that that door's closed? So, you know, like, if you have a bunch of open doors, there's just a bunch of open doors. But if you have open doors and closed doors, that's your contrast, right? You know, that there's a there's a difference, it makes those open doors stand out. If you're standing there in a hallway with all open doors, somebody says, what are you looking at? You go, a bunch of open doors. But if you're standing in a hallway where some doors are shut and some doors are open, now all of a sudden it's a little bit easier to make your decisions because you it, it's showing you that <clears throat> some avenues are closed off to you and some avenues are wide open. 
You know, it's a sunny sky. It's like, I mean, if everything's wide open, how do you choose? It's very hard to choose. That's why contrast comes in our lives. And so instead of getting angry because one of the doors is shut, look around and find out which ones are open because you're being directed there. Right. You know, so it's a gift that these doors are shut because you're not supposed to be going in that direction. So life is trying to tell you, let me help you. Please don't go here. Please go there. And the only way it can do that is through contrast. And that's kind of the whole point. It's it's hard when you're living unconsciously to not no to to notice. It's hard to notice the doors that are open. Um, when you're living unconsciously, it's hard to uh, not just fixate right on whatever the thing is that you wanted. You know. Yeah, and it's, you know, so those that we talked, like, pretty much the whole podcast was kind of like big thinking contrast, you know, and, but what's, you know, the way things work is they always work in small ways as much as they work in big ways. So, like, in our lives, contrast can show us what we need to work on within ourselves, you know, I remember years ago somebody was being very, very defensive. This was like this was like twelve, thirteen years ago. Somebody was being like crazy defensive, over the top, like, you know, kinda like, Hey, how are you? What is that supposed to mean? You know, something like that. Like, you know, just completely defensive for zero reason. And I and I got off the phone and I went, oh my god, why are they so defensive? Like, oh. And then all of a sudden I got, I heard like mirror. They're your mirror. And I, if you see something in somebody else, it's probably reflecting back to you something within yourself that you need to work on. And I went, defensive. I I'm not defense. Oh my god, I'm very defensive. <laughs> It's like I that was I mean, you know, that was my whole childhood was being defensive. It 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 kind of dictated a lot of things that I did, a lot of my behaviors who I became through my formative years because I was, you know, I'd get picked on and and I didn't know how to deal with it and then all of a sudden I learned if somebody attacks you, if you attack back 10 times harder, a lot of times they'll back down. So that's what I started doing, you know? So I was like, I was completely defensive. I was waiting for people to attack me. And as soon as they did, I launched at them like a tiger attacking back 10 times harder. And I'm like, geez, yeah, yeah. oh, okay. So, so now I was in control of this situation, you know? Now, obviously, that's not a good way to deal with things. Where did that get you? It got me a lot of drama. It got me a bad reputation. It got me into a lot of trouble. But I was so short-sighted at the time that I just didn't want to get picked on anymore. And I stopped that for the moment. <laughs> so so I was like, good enough. You know, like all this, all the negativity that followed with it, I took. It was easier for me to take that than to take the feelings that I was feeling getting picked on. You know, I couldn't take that. 
I, I decided I couldn't take that anymore. So whatever I needed to do to stop that, I would do. And that's what I did. And it's, you know, <laughs> that's why I lived, a, you know, one of the reasons that I lived a very dysfunctional 20 years, you know, between 15 and 35, I was a mess because that's how I dealt with things. And until I woke up at 35, you know, maybe I didn't physically attack people, but um, verbally I did, you know, and and even when I couldn't do it verbally, inside my head I was doing it. That's how I dealt with things. I dealt with things the same way at 35 as I did at 15. You know, it was just I was a victim and I was getting attacked and I would attack back and, you know, and it <laughs> it did not lead to a very pr- productive a successful life, I'll have you say. <laughs> um, I'd like to just end with pointing out one thing that I I think that could possibly be confusing in the podcast. Um, when we're saying the contrast is sometimes like the closing of a door and you have to look for the other one, it doesn't necessarily mean that you have to give up on the destination that you want to get to all the time. Right. Like that was the example that I used of like that's not the area we're going through. But but I mean, the the example you gave with your friend that took the, the long a road. B, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's just sometimes we have to go through a different door to to head in a direction, you know, that and and we all of a sudden that door we walk through that one and it connects further up the road to where we're going anyway. You know, we we don't know. That's the whole point. It's like we can't map out the whole journey. Right. Just follow the open doors. <laughs> and eventually, one of two things is going to happen. Either you're going to get to the destination you expected to, and you're going to be really happy and fulfilled and well-adjusted because of the journey you took to get there, or you're going to find a completely different destination that you never would have expected that brought you more happiness and fulfillment than the one that you thought you wanted. I think that's a great way to wrap it up. <laughs> so there, take that. All right. And go live it. Uh so glennambrose.com. People yes, want to Glenn with two ends. That's yeah. become a thing now. Glenn with two ends. Yeah. I'm Glenn with two ends. All right. Are there a lot of Glens with just one end? I think so. Okay. I think there's actually probably more with one end than two. But it's getting people are aware of that now. When I was a kid, they weren't. Like now people are like, oh Glenn, two ends or one? Yeah. It's kinda nice. <laughs> um also we're gonna try something out. Uh like like our Facebook page, Life Lessons and Laughter on Facebook. And uh you can find Glenn on Facebook as well. And um there's also a uh discussion group it's a closed it's a it's a group it's open you can join it um for listeners to the show that want to ask questions that want to talk to other listeners about things whatever you want to do um yeah and i can jump in there and yeah absolutely and uh if if you guys use it and you like it that's great keep using it it'll grow if not um that's okay too yeah, we'll but, just see uh, how it goes. Yeah, if that door shuts, we'll be okay with it. <laughs> if it opens and turns into something wonderful that helps people, then awesome. All right. Uh, thank you, Glenn. 
All right. Thank you, everybody, and we'll talk to you soon. 